Welcome to another episode of the Hammer Down Sales and Productivity Podcast, where we're going to make you productive and not busy. Addressing the needs of business owners and planting the seed for a secure future. Do you want your business to grow and prosper without sacrificing the freedom to live the lifestyle you want? Do you want to build a company that you can cash out and sell one day so you can retire comfortably or go after the next big idea? So ask yourself the following questions. Do I want to become far more successful and productive? Do I want to grow my business to the next level? Do I want a business to work for me or me to work for it? Do I want to develop a dominating team of employees? And do I want a business that is both fun and profitable? Remember, action, attitude, and approach. And we're here to help you with that. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Productive Not Busy Podcast with Coach Wayne. Today's topic is going to be overcoming self-doubt. Self-doubt is the opposite of confidence. Self-doubt is a decision really not to try. But the good news is, is that this is only a habit. And you can understand how to overcome these self-doubt traps by understanding why you hesitate to begin with. See, our brain's number one goal at all times is to keep us alive. You know, they say evolutionary psychologists show us that there's good reasons that our brains hesitate to respond with fear. Unfortunately, the original reason we evolved this way doesn't apply today. We're not being hunted down by predators anymore. Yet we still have brains that are wired to avoid uncertainty. The way your brain protects you from uncertainty is to get you stuck in in your head, thinking in order to prevent you from taking any action that it deems maybe risky, right? The risk of failure, the risk of discomfort, embarrassment, uncertainty. It starts with an immediate feeling of hesitation or resistance. What could go wrong? The good news is is that you can counteract your brain's instincts by understanding that this resistance and avoidance is simply a habit of thought and action. Better yet, inaction. When your brain hesitates and you get to start overthinking, it stops you from taking action when you really need to. Then, because you didn't take action, You doubt your ability to take action to begin with. And because you didn't take action, you weren't successful with whatever you wanted to do, right? And so you develop the self-doubt. This, of course, leads to more overthinking. And the next time something comes up, it's a circle that spins around and around and around. And you have to do something to break that cycle. So how do you stop the cycle? Well, first, you have to understand the emotions are normal. Number two, understand that your brain can be rewired. Number three, understand the four traps of self-doubt, including which one you tend to get stuck in the most. And number four is just take action. Okay, now we're going to cover the different kinds of doubt. First kind of doubt is hesitation. Hesitating is triggered by uncertainty. What does this look like? Waiting, 
overthinking, perfectionism, which creates a characteristic of being busy. And what do those behaviors look like? Telling yourself a story of what could go wrong, not putting something out there until it's perfect, making a plan, but then not acting on it. And then staying busy with avoidance mechanisms to avoid dealing with something. So what's the solution? You have to become aware of what hesitating looks like for you. So ask yourself these questions. What behaviors do you do when you hesitate? What do you tell yourself? What activities do you do to avoid taking action? What do you tend to do when you start overthinking? And what are you waiting for to be for, for, for perfection? First, you got to start small and you got to take the little steps. Instead of thinking of the big picture and all of the details of what it will take and what could go wrong, break the situation down into tiny chunks and focus only on the next step. Here's an activity. Every morning, write down one thing that matters to you and one thing you can do today to move forward. It can be simple, like having a conversation or doing research or buying a book. Doubt number two is hiding. Triggered by fear of others and overwhelm. This looks like avoiding procrastinating, shrinking back, staying behind the scenes. And this characteristic is really like being quiet. The behaviors of being quiet are focusing on big dreams leading to overwhelm, an excuse not to act, and feeling paralyzed. Not standing up for yourself or asking for what you want. Actively protecting yourself and holding yourself back. Being able to identify a dream and feel passionate about it by not having an actionable plan. And then shrinking back from opportunity and playing it small. And then being afraid of being judged, looking like a fool, disappointing or upsetting other people. So you need to identify what you're afraid of and minimize the fear. So ask yourself these questions. In what areas do you tend to hide and procrastinate? When you find yourself hiding and procrastinating, what is the fear that causes that? Why does this thing you're afraid of even matter to begin with? And does it actually matter? Then what can you do about it? You have to identify the avoidance mechanisms you use to procrastinate to begin with. What do you tend to do when you procrastinate? Like what behavior are you doing instead of doing what you're supposed to be doing? Identify what you actually want. What is the big dream you use to overwhelm yourself and avoid taking, taking action to begin with? And then break down your big dream into actionable goals or expectations. What do you actually need to do to accomplish Take small steps that move you forward towards your goal or expectation. What is one small step you can take every day to make progress? See the activity under the hesitating trap that you fall into. 
Then doubt number three is the one that really gets me. I see it all the time. Hypercritical. Hypercritical, triggered by the fear of being hurt, disappointed, or failing. This looks like arguing against yourself, being self-critical, complaining. This characteristic is really the negative Nancy people that we see. Looking, the behaviors that you need to look for are looking for and focusing on all the flaws. Focusing on what you can't do, fixating on what can go wrong, laboring things to death, and knowing what you need to do, but always having an excuse why it won't work, believing you can't and that it's impossible. So the quick solution is to identify the excuses you're using to hold yourself back. So make a list of what excuses do you tend to use? Identify what you're afraid is going to happen. Like what negative outcome do you believe is going to happen? And step three would be eliminate the excuse. What can you do to eliminate this obstacle or possibility? You need to make a decision that you're going to commit to giving it your all for a certain period of time, giving yourself a chance to prove yourself wrong. Let me give you an example. A guy feels like he cannot start a business because he fears he won't be able to provide for his family's needs. So his choices are to eliminate the excuse by getting a job, commit to giving his dream 100% no matter what, commit to giving his dream 100% for two months, and then if it's not providing an income by then, he can get a job and keep working on his business. Option C is the best solution for someone who is hypercritical. The key to overcoming being hypercritical is to find a solution instead of just complaining about it. Remove the excuse and take massive action. This leads to doubt number four, which is helplessness. Helplessness triggered by insecurity or low self-worth. Helplessness is a fear of success. Playing the victim, blaming the lack of trust, dependency, defeatist attitude. We call it the pity party. Those behaviors look like this. Belief that nothing ever goes my way. Blaming others or the outside world for all the outcomes in life. An extreme external you know, locus of control. Having every excuse in the book on why it's not going to work. You've learned that poor me gets you sympathy and attention from others. Overly dependent on others. Feeling like the world owes you something. False sense of incompetence or that you can't handle your problems. And then the lack of self-trust. You don't believe you can do it alone. That you need somebody else to go along with you on the journey. Also an unwillingness to be vulnerable. won't do for yourself, always wanting others to do for you. That's a terrible trap to fall in. Fear of success because deep down you fear that if you were to succeed on your own, you would lose the support of others. Lack of taking responsibility for your own life. Acting like you're giving others control of you because you need them, but in reality you're, you're controlling them for your needs. And if being helpless doesn't get you the caretaking you desire, you'll resort to intimidation or coercion. 
underlying feelings of anger at being expected to be responsible and self-approving when you're still trying to get the approval and the attention that you never got in your previous adventures. So what's the solution? Again, you need to identify what areas you feel helpless and what beliefs that support these feelings. What areas in your life do you feel helpless in? For each of those, what do you believe about yourself in those areas that make you feel helpless? Who do you portray your helplessness to? Who is that for? Right? For each type of helper that you have in your life, are they a fixer, rescuer, advice giver, enabler, caretaker, or guru? Which issues do you focus on with each one of those people? And what are you afraid of losing? Or other negative consequences if you were to self if you were self-sufficient and accept personal responsibility for yourself. So what in what way can you see the opposite is true? Meaning, can you see that you would in fact gain these things that you're afraid of losing if you were to take responsibility for yourself? For instance, if you were afraid of losing love, can you see that by removing your dependency, you will actually receive more love and appreciation from others? A lot of people do. What evidence can you remember from your past that you can do it? What specific areas do you already know that you're capable of taking more responsibility for? What areas could you take more responsibility for if you took just small steps to improve that? And the most important is what step can you take next to make that happen? Look at the reality you're creating for yourself due to helplessness. How will you continue to play the victim, giving your power away to others and remaining dependent on others negatively impact your life if you were to continue it for another year or maybe five years, 10 years? I say that you have to develop self-love. What do you really enjoy doing that relaxes you and makes you feel happy? When can you schedule 30 minutes a week just for yourself to give yourself a gift of doing this activity? Where and how will you do this for yourself? Put it on your calendar or set a reminder today. And just set one small goal. What is one small task you want to do that you normally do if you get you know, advice from somebody else, let's say? Someone else helps you get it done the first time so you can do it yourself the next time. When is the next time you expect that this can happen, right? This is where procrastination comes in. What are you waiting for? And in conclusion, always celebrate your progress. Every time you do anything for yourself that you would normally not have done, celebrate your progress. Smile at yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself you did a good job. Always reward yourself by doing something you enjoy. Dance, sing, play, go to the beach. Do anything that makes you feel good about what you accomplished. And remember, you can feel insecure and still take action. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Productive Not Busy podcast. 
I'm your host, Coach Wayne Weathersby, and have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hammer Down on Productivity and Sales podcast with me, Wayne Weathersby. If you liked it, please subscribe today on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you would, take a second, give us a rating, or leave us a message. It would be greatly appreciated.